Dynasty Football Network presents Super Flexible Podcast with your two co-hosts, Tudrin and Swags, yes. and host Steve Halepka. Let's go! What's up, everybody? It's your host, Steve Halepka, back again on the Super Flexible Podcast. We had a little break for Memorial Day. Now we are back with my boy Swag. What's going on, Swag? Howdy. I didn't even know if we had a break or not. I was trying. Was the last show that we put out the one that um, we lost a lot of, or I lost a J-Mike lot? J Mike show. Yeah, yeah the J Mike show. Yeah, it was I, team, sorry, team effort. We lost it. That's all right. It's all good. Two I'm drinks here too. So. What's up? Hey, I'm, I'm here. The two drink. What, what are you drinking tonight, man? Uh, hazy, lazy, hazy Voodoo Ranger IPA. It's something like that. Lazy I haze. Like I like it. I like I've it. had a couple, so I'm not even sure the name. He's That's having right. an honor of our guest tonight. Yep. <laughs> Uh, I guess I guess that makes sense, right? For uh, returning to the show after a little bit of a hiatus before the NFL draft, now he's back to recap the NFL draft and talk about Todd Gurley and Cam Newton uh, from the Sporting News. Bill Bender, what's going on, Bill? Hey guys, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks for coming back. <laughs> no problem. We will always take up guests who want to come back because that is what we do. We love having friends of the podcast who come back more than once. So yeah, we always have, have to ask good guests too. We so have to ask more helps. times with most people on the second time around, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Bill, tell people where they can find all your great work. Yeah, I'm at sportingnews.com and uh, you know Bill Bender ninety two on Twitter and then on Facebook as well. And I know the last time we talked, it was a lot of pre draft prep and you know we kind of got into that now that we know where these guys are it's it's interesting to see how it shakes out now uh, as you guys know i do a little bit of college football a little bit of nfl and a little bit of fantasy so it's a good mix yeah yeah i love all your stuff definitely on the sporting news so definitely check that out um before we get going any further to drink where can the folks find you on twitter at fl to drink minimum and at superflex pod swags i'm at dff underscore swag Awesome, and I am at the real Halupka and at Superflex Trades, and let's get going into some news and notes. So Todd Gurley uh, seems like there's drama around Todd Gurley at every turn. Uh, so Gurley did not participate in team drills at OTAs. Again, citing issues with the knee and potential arthritis. Um, so Bill, we'll start with you on this one. I mean, does this really change your perception of Todd Gurley from the last time we spoke? I mean, it seemed like it was the exact same issue he was going through. Uh, does this really change anything for you in uh, in your mind? It would cause a little bit of a red flag for now. But, I mean, provided he's on the field, you know how productive he can be, obviously, a first-round fantasy pick every year. Um, The one thing that gives me pause is I start to look at these early rankings of running backs. A guy like Daryl Henderson, who was super productive. I think we talked about him in the the last podcast. It would increase his handcuff value to me if you have Gurley. And I'm an old-school guy. I like to handcuff a lot of those first round running backs, but he, in that offense with his speed and his two way ability, I mean, you go, you, it definitely increases his value a little bit, but Gurley, that's more of a long-term thing that I don't think would affect this season. Okay. So let me, let me expand on that uh, Henderson point. I mean, do you think if Gurley goes down, let's just say they need to give him a break in week 13, uh, do you think Henderson's going to be the main kind of bell cow there? Or is he sp- splitting carries with like Malcolm Brown? No, I think Henderson would emerge as the guy, at least because they would want to see what he can do with a heavier workload. And that was the one of the things with him in Memphis. People didn't think he was this every down back. But, I mean, he contributed across everything in that offense. And, I again, in an offense where you want the pieces to fit and be able to do more than one thing, that's kind of what, what separates Gurley from a lot of the other guys, in my opinion. Um, same way with Henderson. And, and he would definitely be that 
it feels like that classic, here's the guy that's going to show up in the fantasy playoffs and help me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that call. Uh, Swags, I know you and I on Twitter – Saw a couple of trades for Todd Gurley and uh, had a minor <laughs> freak out. So, uh, Swags, with with this news about Gurley, is that changing your perception at all? I'm going to guess not. But. Um, no, not really. I don't think it's a big surprise that he's not at OTAs, to be completely honest with you. I mean, we I think we would have been shocked if he was there after all the news we've had the last couple months. So, not really. Okay. To drink, is Gurley still a top five running back for you in Dynasty going forward? Yeah, that's it. That feels right. Okay. So this really hasn't changed your perception of him at all going forward? This uh, kind of like Bill said, not not at the moment right now. Okay, cool. I, I think so it's, it's one of those things too. Like I think we're I, – I think there's obviously like legitimate concern to the longevity of Todd Gurley's career, but I don't mm-hmm. think there's a ton of concern for the next couple of years. I think we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves on that. Like we all know he's had arthritis. We know about the knees – I, I think they're trying to preserve that a little bit, and so the problem doesn't take place as quickly. But I mean, dude, they're still paying that guy. I mean, he's he's got twenty twenty five pounds on Henderson, and he's got another twelve on Malcolm Brown. I think Malcolm Brown's probably the build that does take over for Gurley. But I think it I think it would help both of them. I think that Henderson's going to be. Possibly viable right from the get, even with Gurley. Mm-hmm. And but uh, man, I don't know. I think Gurley's still going to get some play. So just to talk about one of the trades that we Definitely. collectively freaked out about, Swags and I. Um, so it was a 2020 late first round pick in Marlon Mack for Todd Gurley, uh, and the poll finished up at 50 50. Um, I almost threw my phone out the window when I heard this. Uh, I mean, am I am I wrong? It's a little extreme, but okay, is that a little extreme to drink? Like, should I be that upset that this poll finished at fifty fifty? What kind no, of phone do you have? I guess also or, true, and you should also no just be thankful and go try to throw that kind of deal out in your league if you feel that strongly, right? You need your phone to be able to make those moves, so don't don't throw it out the window. Okay, I will. I will not throw my phone, and I will try to just. And, get and I saw Gurley, Steve. Mac. You like like my one you thing. You know you I got said, some Marlon Mack, Steve. I uh, I said, when will we get a season that we can't buy low on Todd Gurley? I know, and, it just and seems it's like kind of like so year. true. Like, there's always so a reason that about you can. Mm-hmm. And this is the easiest year ever. I'm enjoying it. Okay. <laughs> no, I agree. I'm enjoying it too. I got a Gurley share uh, earlier this off season, so I, I am very excited at my opportunities to get Todd Gurley on the cheap. I mean, Bill, do you think going forward, is Gurley, you know, is this a great opportunity to buy low or are you kind of standing off for his long-term prognosis? Um, what are you thinking here? No, that's, a, you know, as I listen to you guys talk, I mean, the Marlon Mack thing, first of all, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I have thrown my phone before. It was a long <laughs> time ago. Uh, but it was not over, it certainly wasn't over fantasy football, but I think it was football related in terms of one of my teams. playing man uh, or something. Yeah, but, you know, with the knee thing, it just bothered me at the end of last year because we just didn't know. And when you, A, you didn't know what was really going on, and B, you could clearly see it was affecting him in the Super Bowl. Right, so why is this not better? Uh, To two drinks point, yes, it's June. But, I mean, if we get into August and we're still hearing these things, you know how skittish owners get around then. and. um I would probably get a little skittish if we get to August and, and if I'm talking to you guys again, maybe during draft season and, and we're still doing this. So okay. if he doesn't play any preseason games, everybody's oh. going to freak out again? 
Did Adrian Peterson play any? Does he still play any? And he's, you know what I mean? He's still going out there and crushing it. So, yeah, I mean, Adrian Peterson, that's a crazy back, but it really, I mean, belongs to be there. You know what I mean? If you're going to freak out over him not playing, then I guess I'll just wait. I don't need to buy it now. But I'm saying, like, I don't want to buy it now then. If people are going to freak out again, because he's not playing in preseason games, like, we know that right now. Yeah. So maybe I need to wait. Maybe I need to wait, you know, 45, we're what, 98 days from the start of the season? I think I need to wait another 45, 60 then. I can get yeah. Gurley for cheaper than Marlon Mack in a, in a late 2021. Oh, man. It's like stealing. It's like stealing. I love Maybe it. Maybe buy one now and then see what I can get one for even cheaper later. Now, I wouldn't be myself surprised for doing like, it now. You, you might be able to get him cheaper than that now. Like, I think if you play in a, in a league, you know, that has some guys that also, you know, kind of do what we do, no, no matter the scale, you probably can't do that. But in your home dynasty leagues, that's definitely worth an offer now. Or, or again, when he's not playing in preseason games and they're freaking out, maybe the girly guy waits on him right now. Mm-hmm. And then come week two when, yeah, he's not going to play any games. And, and now that guy's itching. Go get you some girly. It's like, that's. This is not a hard part of fantasy, y'all. <laughs> I, I feel like all of my teams will players. have Todd Gurley on them by the end of the offseason here. I like that. The bowl proclamation swags, I like it a lot. See what I can do. Uh, so let's now move to Carolina, where some good news out of Panthers camp. Uh, so Cam Newton's actually throwing a real NFL football, um, not unlike Andrew Luck a couple years ago, who was like throwing Nerf balls and I think a couple kumquats or something like that. Um, so yeah, Cam. Why, why is that your fruit? Your go-to fruit, bro? <laughs> it's just it's a fun. It's a fun fruit. I mean, to say the word, like it's it's cool. Uh, Fair enough. Right. Um, so Cam, Bill, I love your take on Cam Newton here. I mean, it looks like he may or may not be ready for training camp. Um, thoughts on Cam, you know, heading into 2019. I mean, clearly there's some talent at receiver. Christian McCaffrey's a beast at running back. What, what's your feeling on Cam? Uh, critical year for Cam Newton. You know, a guy that used to be the top five type quarterback pick. And, um, you know, he, it hasn't been, it wasn't there last year. He obviously wasn't playing like that. You could tell the shoulder was a problem. Um, I think he'll be good to go for week one. All indications there. It's just a matter of how con- concerned are you with the offense around him in a dynasty league? I think his value has gone down significantly, especially in that keeper league. If you're in a three or four keeper league type deal, I don't even know if you would keep him. I don't know if I would. I had him a few years ago in a league where we keep five and I think I, I just, didn't keep him last year. So I don't know. I mean, you guys know a little bit more about that. I just think the sense I get, they drafted Will Greer, not to replace Cam Newton, but as kind of a, one of those, you know, we need you to play better type picks, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I can see that. And two drinks are relative, uh, or resident, I should say, a Will Greer truther. So, um, yeah. I'm sure that's music to his ears in terms of, you know, Cam, get your act together or, or else. Um, well, what yeah. what is their backup quarterback there? I'm going to let Swag say it because I heard him fumble through it on Rookie Fever. That was funny. Swag's uh, Carolina's backup quarterback. Oh, it's, no. It's, uh, it's like a Heineken. <laughs> Perfect. Remember? There you go. <laughs> I like that. That's even We even saw him play how many games last year? So, and, you, you know yeah, what I mean? He had like, some relevant weeks. I, I feel like we're, regardless, we're going to see some Will Greer this year. Yeah, you have to think uh, yeah. Will Greer's it's, an It upgrade. can't be that far out of the – yeah, exactly. And it's an upgrade at their backup quarterback. So, and, and I mean, you, you almost know Cam's missing time, a minimal of like he's the games? Leonard Fournette of quarterbacks. Fair. Like they, he's going to miss a, a couple games, you play. know. Like 
They're big and look for punishment because they're yeah. bigger than most. Even in a healthy season, the dude's going to miss a couple games. Yeah. More games started this year. Will Greer or Daniel Jones? Ooh. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. I, th- I think I might be closer at the end of the end, you know, before you. Ooh. Will Greer, come on. <laughs> you're hoping. I think you're hoping on that one, brother. I think you're hoping. Fair enough. Eli um, Manning's good. No, no, he's not. Uh, so last bit of news before we talk about the NFL draft. Um, so Dante Foreman says he's healthy as ever, dating back to his college days and has something to prove. And is still any, not good as Lamar Miller. I'm going to say, was anyone buying anything about Dante Foreman? Like, uh, I might. I don't know. It'd have to be pretty cheap. back on it, Swag. No, it would have to be pretty cheap. I'm not willing to trade too many actual NFL players for him. Like, he's pretty uh-huh. low on the totem pole to me. Like, if I could get him for a future third or fourth in the right team ask, with a spot, like, I might yeah. be willing to throw it at you, but you definitely could have got me for a second. lot more, like, mm-hmm. even eight months ago, you could have taken advantage of me. Okay. Bill, any thoughts on, on Dante Foreman here? I mean, do you think he's just now a, another lost cause of uh, at running back, just one of those guys that we thought had potential, but now it's just through injuries and deterioration have lost the way? Yeah, I mean, the injuries haven't helped, and he, he's kind of been relegated to the role he is. And he hasn't, I mean, looking back at his you know, rookie year, he never, he did okay. He flashed for a little bit. I, I, you know, I'm looking at the two-touchdown game against Arizona. Um, that made people happy, but it, it just hasn't materialized quite like it did when he was at Texas. And uh, certainly, as uh, Two Drinks said, I mean, you know, if you want to buy Lamar Miller, that's fine. But I, I'm just not that into Foreman yet. I think that's agreed across the board here. Besides, you know, Swags might get him for a twenty twenty third if he could. Um, so let's move it now and talk. Hold about on, the, hold on, hold on. Oh, all right. All so twenty twenty second or Foreman in a twenty twenty third. Um, hmm. I, I might do that deal. I mean, with, with your team, I'm probably getting a pretty high third, right? <laughs> Good pick. And sure. My second's probably going to be late. He's saying so the team sucks. Sure, a, buddy. I'll give you the two eleven for your three oh two. And Foreman. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll still take the two eleven. Yeah, same. Um, so let's talk about uh, the NFL draft, the fallout uh, now. Since uh, you know, Bill talked with us pre- previously before the draft, um, and was obviously very high on Dwayne Haskins coming yeah, in. This is uh, what so- I've been waiting. This is why I'm here, Bill. I yeah, want to hear you so, talk about Haskins. Yeah, so now that Haskins is a Washington Redskin, obviously they drafted some skilled players around him, including his teammate from Ohio State. Um, so what are your thoughts about his landing spot and, and potential going forward here? Well, first of all, I mean, the Redskins did everything right, and I can't believe I'm saying that you know, out loud. <laughs> and I've been doing that for a month because they can did. can edit it out. You decide by the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they didn't have to trade up. They get the guy that they want and they do it kind of at the Giants expense because all the reactions the day after were about Daniel Jones and what the Giants did and what is David Gettleman thinking. Mm-hmm. And now the Giants have to see him twice a year. So, you know, of these rookie quarterbacks, I think I said this on your show last time. I mean, we kind of accepted that Murray was going to go to the Cardinals mm-hmm. um, at risk of sound hearing the playback. I think I said, I think Haskins has got that, kind of pro potential as an NFL passer. And there are some things, there are some red flags there, but you know, I guess the big question now, if you're in a fantasy, you know, keeper league dynasty type format is Jay Gruden, the right guy for Dwayne Haskins to grow with. And I think that the leash on that is going to be very short. Mm. So you think there's a better chance of, you know, Jay Gruden, uh, kicking, being kicked to the curb 
in a relatively short manner and then bringing in another offensive-minded coach? Yes, and maybe one that, that can work with Haskins. But I'm not, you know, I'm going to give Gruden a fair chance at it like everybody else. I mean, obviously, he's been around the league a while. Um, the Redskins season was a lot different last year before Alex Smith's injury. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what Haskins can do with him. But I, I would imagine that, that he's going to get a chance to start this year. They've got good receivers to work at. I think another thing that to me is always something I pay attention to is, He's from the area too, so he's going to be engaged in wanting Washington to be good. Um, there's a lot to like about the fit there with what the Redskins did with Dwayne Haskins as far as rookie quarterbacks go. Okay, I like that. Uh, um, so uh, then let's go on the other side. Now we just talked about him briefly. Uh, so Kyler Murray in Arizona loaded up with weapons again. Another team that you know spent a lot of draft capital on to, to help out their young quarterback. Um, so what are, we, what are we thinking with Kyler and in, in, uh, in Arizona? Yeah, I, I can start there too. I mean, yeah, sorry, you, you get to work with David Johnson, obviously. Um, you know, some veteran receivers, and like you said, I think the curiosity factor is for me. And I was trying to think about this when I saw this on here of you know that first year. And I know it wasn't his rookie year, but that first year where Michael Vick was really a fantasy factor, and what that would look like compared to that because I think Murray's obviously going to put up some numbers you get the bonus of a guy that's going to run I mean that's why Josh Allen became a fantasy factor quite honestly last year so could Kyler Murray I I guess I could ask you guys this could Kyler Murray actually be not that great but still put up you know the the 25 point game relatively easily and I think the answer is yes yep Spikes, what do you think? Uh, man yeah absolutely and even Mm -hmm. even just the weapons he has to be able to Get rid of it quick. It might make him look better than he is, honestly. But Bortles can finish quarterback, you know, 11, 12, what, nine, even one season. Kyler Murray damn sure can. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. And I like his weapons a lot more. Bill, who do you think has better weapons around them, like set up for success from what they did in the draft and, and around? Is that Murray over Haskins? I think so. Um, you know, I'm not, I haven't been in love with Washington's receivers. I know they brought in, um, know a couple guys and then they they got one of his guys later in the draft which you know from ohio state but i mean that's not a, a solution there i mean i just think the combination I of like johnson Fitch, yeah yeah oh, I, i'm not i think he's okay i don't think he's gonna step in and be like wide receiver two or anything um but i do like arizona's weapons and i do like again i'm gonna have to see it happen like if there's a team that i really want to watch in the preseason it's Arizona because I want to see what Kingsbury this even looks like in the preseason. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just think that the, the fantasy numbers will be there at least early in the season until teams have them on film. Yeah. Fair. I think it's a fair call. Um, I mean, like you said before, we've seen guys like Vic just kind of go wild uh, throughout their entirety of their first season before they have people have a full year of tape on them. Um, obviously, you know, the NFL is a game of adjustments, so it'd be really interesting to see if folks can adjust to Kingsbury and, and that offense in a relatively short manner. So uh, many weapons, though. It's so crazy. many weapons. I mean, really, they're all young, too. Like, they could all just grow together. Except for Larry. <laughs> yeah. Besides Larry. Besides Larry, but, I mean, even Larry, you've got a Hall Best of one Famer, there. you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hall of Famer doesn't drop a ball like ever. <laughs> He'll just catch it no matter what. Um, so yeah, no, really excited to see what Murray, Murray can do. And, and like to your point too, Bill, I mean, the preseason is going to be really vital, I think, for some of these younger quarterbacks to see how they fit into the offense, to see if they built the offense around what these players do best. Um, 
So I think with Murray, we'll be able to see that with Kingsbury. You know, the spread system have a lot of four wides. Um, but I'm really kind of excited to see what happens this preseason. Yeah, and you know, you were mentioning some of these young guys. I mean, I know Andy Isabella was a guy that just generated a ton of uh, Senior Bowl, like a, the recent Senior Bowl hype around him, ridiculous. Um, you know, as this route runner, super fast kid, uh, Hakeem Butler was a late riser on the draft. I mean, yeah. I like what you said about these guys growing together because you know. In an offense like that, I mean, for those – and I dabbled in it a little bit last year, the the college fantasy football. I mean, Texas Tech was one of those schools you – yeah, you got those guys because you knew those second and third receivers were going to catch a lot of passes. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so it seems like the, that wide open system is going to be really, really fun uh, to kind of see what happens there with yeah. this, this offense. Well, talking about talking about they want to run like 90 plays a game or something crazy. Like, <laughs> John about to that, yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. I mean, that number seems a little high, Larry but Fitzgerald, I get it. Christian Kirk, Andy Isabella, um, Keyshawn Johnson. We already mentioned Butler. Then you've got the running backs, David Johnson, Chase Edmonds, who I'm higher on than anybody here. And then they, they've got Kevin Most. White. Kevin friggin' White. Oh, man. You know what? And Chad Williams. Brought this, two Drink brought this up with the, with the team that says they're going to run 90 plays a game. Somebody told me this years ago, and I've always kind of paid attention to it, with, between the difference between the college and the NFL, see if the offensive linemen are going to run 90 plays in a game. <laughs> now, and, and see what they think. So, I mean, and that's and that was a not a great line last year either. Yeah, that, like, was, that was a bad one. Yeah. Listen, I would, I don't know how much their offensive linemen talk, but that, that's something to like, kind of like one of those subtle things you pay attention to. See how the offensive linemen like that offense. If they're buying in, yeah, but – when you're a professional offensive lineman, how many of them want to run up and down the field for 100 plays? I'm not uh, sure the answer to that is not many. Not many. Talking from playing on the college side, we, we were not happy when we ran no huddle. I'll tell you that <laughs> um, So let's move now to, to kind of 2020. Uh, and, and, you know, one year removed um, from this draft class. And let's talk about some, some potential rookies who could see a bigger impact in 2020 than they are in 2019. And then we'd love to hear potentially a veteran or two who could be losing their jobs in 2020 with these upstart rookies that have come up in 2019. Um, so yeah, Bill, if you want to start with the, you know, rookie 2019 rookies that could have a bigger impact in 2020 than 2019. Well, I, you know, I, there's a couple guys I want to watch. Um, Marquise Brown with the Ravens because mm-hmm. the Ravens have been so receiver starved. He's a guy that we're still talking about his foot. I mean, if he really is an Antonio Brown, I know they're related, but I mean, if he's of that brand, he made some fantastic catches at Oklahoma last year is what I'm trying to say. And he got a lot of separation in that offense. And with Oklahoma receivers, I always want to see it's a stereotype, but I admit to watching it. I mean, in that offense, yeah, there's space to get open. Can they do it in the NFL? And I think he's a guy that can. Um, Damien Harris with the Patriots. I know that sounds crazy, but he's a guy that I just think that whole Patriots way thing, they'll find a way for him to contribute. I, I really do. I don't know if it'll be this year. And then, um, you know, uh, Madison with the Vikings is another guy that, you know, he may fit into that rotation as well. A receiver I really like that I I, I, I liked, I think we talked about it last time, so I, I'm going to beat the drum for this guy again. A.J. Brown and the Titans is a guy. I don't know what it'll look like this year. I could see him being like a 600-yard receiver this year and then taking off in year two. I like that. Yes, I mean, do you think he could end up being the one 
uh, over Corey Davis there in Tennessee, or do you think it's more of you know more of a fifty fifty split in terms of target share between the two? No, I can't remember the last time the Titans had that guy that I really wanted to go out and get in the draft. Mm-hmm. And I know I Derek Mason is popping in my head. I hope it hadn't been that long. Oh, but gosh, um, yeah. um, you know, I, I do think it could be that situation down the line where he really steps in and uh, and be, can be that guy. He was that guy at Ole Miss, outstanding route runner. But he could be that guy that I was just kind of joking about where – you know, that steady wide receiver two in your league where you're like, he gets you 75 yards and a touchdown every week. And there are weeks at receiver, sometimes on the bye weeks where you're starved for that. For sure. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're hurting and your roster depth is, not, is nowhere near as, as good as it potentially could be, that's definitely a good call. Um, so let, let's move to the, on the veteran side. So I know you talked about some of these players as rookies. Um, I mean, do you just foresee, you know, the, the counterpart veterans kind of taking a back seat? Um, you know, your, your Corey Davis is taking a back seat and, and potentially, you know, Sony Michelle in New England, would he potentially lose some work here for Damian uh, Harris? Well, you never I know how that you're getting rid of yeah. like White and Burkhead at that point before Sony. I would hope. You right. would hope. Yeah. But James White's so, a different player. Sony probably won't. Yeah. Sony won't. Wouldn't look the lose the work, I don't think, but they find a way to get those other running backs involved. And Damian Harris was just he's one of those high IQ players that just I think he's gonna be good for that system. And I could be wrong, but I mean, you know, it translated well. He was in the committee in Alabama with guys that were probably I mean, Jacobs is probably more talented than him. And Najee Harris definitely is more talented than him. But in those big games, and I'm talking Georgia, Oklahoma, Clemson was a little weird, but I mean Damian Harris was the guy in that backfield because of his maturity and those kind of things. So he's something to look for. Another one that just popped up in my head, too, is, I mean, Joe Mixon's not going anywhere with the Bengals, but I'm super curious to see what uh, really what Rodney Anderson and Travion Williams will do with them. Which one of those guys will kind of fit in in that backfield? Yeah, yeah, I totally know what you mean. I think that that we see Travion Williams right away, though, and it's more of that geo role. Yeah, that's a good call because I think he would fit – now, he's a pretty good player at Texas A&M. We all look at the remember him walking with the scepter in the one game against UCLA. And <laughs> I think it almost downplayed how good he really was for them. And if you go back and look at the numbers, pretty pretty consistent and back, caught the ball out of the backfield. And that's a good call. I think he, he will inherit that role. And because of that versatility, maybe has the edge. Yeah. But awesome. that's one that I wanted to say was <clears throat> Rodney Anderson. You just said that. And then uh, Steve's guy. Bryce Love, hmm. I think that he could have some potential value moving forward. And then my guy, Benny Snell. And then 90% of the wide receivers will have some decent uptake in value in 2020. <laughs> you would think, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's been taking receivers longer and longer to get acclimated to the NFL, it seems like. Sure. you know, Long gone to the days of 2014 when we saw Odell, Mike Evans, and, and the crew just break out. And go nuts. Damian Williams being a vet that loses his job in 2020. I know Two Drink hates to hear that, and I'm not mm-hmm. even trying to like get that one no, going. Next year makes see sense. Him yeah, being done, you know. Yeah, for sure. Well, and, and again, Benny Snell. Yeah, that's a good call because there's a guy that um, Tomlin on the draft that's sticking with me. How he talked talk about he just he's a guy that gets it and. Again, when they picked him, and I and I'm based in Ohio, and I, you know, I got a lot of fans that pick the Browns and Bengals. I was telling them all along, Benny Snell's the guy that you should go after, and and lo and behold, they get him, and that's just a Steelers pick. And I hate to say that, it really is. That was a good pick by them. 
So do you think he kind of goes through the, you know, body metamorphosis a la Le'Veon Bell after he came in the league after year one where they put him on the weight loss plan and, and he gets like crazy agile and kind of changes his style? Or do you think he still continues to be like a big bruiser? I think he'll be more of a bruiser and, and somewhat of a tweener between what Bell did. And I mean, obviously, you know, at least in my lifetime, I think the most beloved Steelers running back is probably Jerome Bettis. Now, he's not going to get that big, but... uh you know, if they have that guy that can kind of finish in the red zone, and James Conner was pretty good last year, but that's a guy that, you know, you still feel like, I, I, I know what a great guy James Conner is, a great story he is, um, but I don't know that he wowed like Le'Veon Bell did, and that's an impossible task to do. Yeah. But I, the combo of Snell and Conner would be a headache for fantasy owners, but it's going to be very productive for the Steelers. And I like that you said that, because I and- – and I've kind of brought this up before. I almost think it's a fashion faux, but you, you, in you, the great story that he is. And I think sometimes we do get caught up in that with James Conner and forget it's just a sport to some of these guys, you know, and how ruthless the Steelers can be. Yes. And they've done that a few times in the last two years. So yeah, I mean, I think, um, certainly Benny Snell's a guy to watch in that, on that team. And I think as far as rookies go, he, I mean, again, I always value, a guy like him, you know, to do what he did at Kentucky, pretty amazing, you know, that they, they won 10 games. He was right at the center of that. He's the heart of that team. And, um, you know, when you do that in the SEC and you're undermanned, essentially, like Kentucky doesn't – how many teams does Kentucky play on their schedule where they're better than them in the SEC? Not many. Right. And for him to – yeah, not many. And for him to do what he did in that conference is pretty remar- remarkable. Yeah. Love it. Good call out there. Uh, so Bill, I mean, do you have time to stick for one trade? Can we do one trade with you? Yeah, let's do, let, let's try one. That'd be fun. Awesome. All right. Let's go to Superflex trades. Then we'll talk scouting academy. So first one on the list here, it's a one close to my heart from at Dr. Hat Trick one, uh, 12 team Superflex league, Eli Manning and 2.04 in the 2019 draft would turn out to be Daniel Jones or a 2021st and 2022nd. We'll start with, we'll start with two drink on this one. Then we'll go to Bill second. Two drink. Oh, you're gonna start with me, huh? Start with you, sure, brother. Okay, I was pulling that pulling that trade up. <laughs> um, man, I I want to take the picks. Um, I I think I would need three starting quarterbacks on my team that I I felt okay with um, to be able to make this move happen. Though, as much as I I don't love Daniel Jones and and Eli is just whatever. And in a twelve team super flex, I I want to feel good about my other three starters before doing this. So oh, you're on. before doing what? Sorry. Yeah. But before trading Eli and Jones away for 2021 okay. first and second. Okay. So you're taking that side pending you have. So you're taking the giant quarterback side. I want. Pending. I want the picks because I. I hope I have three. Three good quarterbacks. Okay. So pending roster construction. But you're, you're taking, yes. could I argue? And I know we're going to Bill next. But could I argue that I, I want the picks even if I don't have any quarterbacks because my team sucks anyway, and I might as well just say screw it and get those picks and make my team a little crappier and man get you're a higher pick. you're you're mailing it in already for next year like i feel like i could do Dude, better you just told me that your only quarterbacks are eli manning and daniel jones that's not if that's what i said that's not what i meant like, <laughs> that, that, no like if if i only have let's let's say i have <laughs> uh mariota and jimmy g okay and eli manning and daniel jones you know what i mean yeah like I don't feel good about trading that away. Like yeah. I could, I could piece that together during uh-huh. the season. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if I have Foles, Winston, 
and Ryan. You know what I mean? And then these three guys, yeah. hell yeah, I'm trading sure. away for the picks. Yep. Yeah, yeah. it really kind of depends on who the quarterbacks are. And um, Jones is, is going to start at some point, and I feel like the Giants are going to be really stubborn when he does. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's two seasons, maybe it's three. You're, you're still looking at a guy that's got Saquon, got some receivers. They're probably going to be trailing. <laughs> so there's a high, high probability for garbage yards. And, um, it'd be tough to get away from that for me. But it, again, some of that would depend on the, uh, roster construction, like you said, and, and which quarterbacks I have. Swags, thoughts? I'm taking the picks no matter what. I, okay. I've kind of got Daniel Jones evaluated a, like a little higher than you guys. I think I would take him in the first this year, whereas uh-huh. somebody's getting him at the two hundred four right here. So there's my first round, and then for Eli. But I'd still rather have a twenty twenty first than Daniel Jones, to be honest with you. Right. And then Eli, I feel like is only worth like a third, and that's if you're in the right situation. I'd rather give you like a wide receiver you like for Eli Manning. I don't want to pay you a ton for Eli Manning. The expiration date is there. Like it's an open bag of bread. It's going to expire sooner than it's supposed to, and I don't want it. So I, I feel like I'm giving a first and a second when I should. I'll I'm I will counter you with my first, Doctor okay. Hat Trick One. Mm. I, I I will say. Um, Again, pending team construction, uh, I will probably stick with the quarterback side if I if I need the depth there um, to mm-hmm. have a you know comparable second starter or potentially third starter. Counter it without Eli, just because I don't even want him. <laughs> he's just he's still going to start at least probably five <laughs> you or six have, teams. You have done that in trade talks between you and I, <laughs> where I try to give you Eli and Daniel Jones, and you counter back without Eli. <laughs> like, it's the same trade, and I'm like, why? I, get out of here. <laughs> That's. Absolutely hilarious. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's going to start at least five or six games, Eli. Uh, he, so he will be, you know, potentially viable. Um, hopefully not one of your starters, but could be. Um, so I would, I would take that side just, just slightly. What the 90, 95% mm-hmm. wants the picks. Really? Yeah. Over 300 votes. So wow. Yeah. All right. There's a lot of Daniel Jones hate and tons of Eli. And Eli's an open bag of bread. Yeah, it's like yeah. one of those situations you can't quite like it in front of your friends, you know? Like you can like it when you're not with them, you know? Like that song that you listen to all alone. That's kind of what Daniel Jones is. Yeah. We said the same thing about Josh Allen last year. Same exact thing. Just, just point that out. Same exact thing. What's your song, though, Steve? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'll come up with it at the end of the show. Nice. I'll come up. I'll come up. With it. Um, but Bill, before you before you go, man, tell tell everyone again where they can find your work. Yeah, yeah, I'm at BillBender92 at SportingNews.com and uh, Facebook, Twitter. Um, yeah, you can find me in all those spots. We we have a lot of content coming, and and again, this is always enjoyable talking to you guys. I feel like I learned a lot, and uh, you know, maybe take that in our Sporting News Expert League, but. Yeah, that'll be that'll all become and you know as we get into June, this will be here before you guys know it. And, and as always, it's a fun time talking to you. Oh, absolutely, awesome. man! Thanks, Welcome, Matt. Always here, Bill. Appreciate it, man. Hey, Bill. Hey, no problem. I'll talk to you guys soon. Russell Wilson, Stefan Diggs, or Jameis Winston and DeAndre Hopkins. Pick and get out. <laughs> and he left. He left. <laughs> Bill said. Bill said time. whatever I say. Yep. So cliffhanger right, for next you time. You go first. Yep. From that, on, we'll push before, us to the we... scouting academy. Seems how Bill left. Let's do it. Fine. <laughs> Scout NFL football like a pro. Invest in yourself and get a degree in player evaluation and assessment from the Scouting Academy. They've educated NFL GMs, personnel directors, and dozens of NFL scouts. 
Enroll today and you'll watch the same game tape NFL coaches watch. You'll learn to look past the metrics with position-by-position position analysis. This is a time-tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs and coaches. Sign up today and get a Dynasty Football Factory exclusive discount for limited time only. Save $50 when you sign up at DynastyFootballFactory.com. Hell yeah, Scouting Academy. So sick. One of the best things we do here on Dynasty Football Factory. Um, so let's go back to our trade here from at Pat underscore Bane underscore. Uh, so again, 12 team, full point PPR, six point passing touchdowns. Uh, Russell Wilson and Stefan Diggs or famous Jameis and Nuke Hopkins. Uh, Swags, what were you going to say? I'm completely torn here. I keep going Correct. back and forth on this one. Um, I, I so badly want a piece of Russell Wilson this year, more than mm-hmm. any year in the past. I don't know yep. why. It's your DK love. That's why. Is it, dude? Is that what's happening? Yeah, it's 100% that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like I keep looking at that, and... um. Diggs, I mean, what you're get, you're still getting a wide receiver one here. He's not gonna. I mean, Hopkins is probably still gonna get you a hundred more points than Diggs. Even with that said, though, Winston, I'm starting to get worried about. Like, is Russell Wilson gonna have a longer career than Winston right now, or what? But, he might. Where things are going. Yeah. So, but I, yeah, but I think Winston Russell will Wilson have a job. But, first, like, oh, absolutely, career, absolutely sure. there. You know. So, but man. I'm going to take the Wilson and Diggs side. I'm afraid to walk away from this deal at my first opportunity to get Russell Wilson. So you caught me at a bad time, Pat. But I'm taking the Russell Wilson side of this. Guys, speechless. Um, Russell Wilson here. I love some Diggs. That's obviously not Nuke. But the safety in Russ over Winston and being super flex, the quarterback, you know, at least being close to Nuke, you know what I mean, at the top there. Yeah, give me that side. Yeah, I think it's a really good point you brought up in the safety. I mean, I was going back and forth on Twitter today about Kirk Cousins versus James Winston with somebody, and my head was about to explode talking well, about. Where did you go? Uh, I said Kirk Cousins. Um, so you got to tell him. Yeah, it was Kirk Cousins because you know James Winston got benched for like four games for Ryan Fitzpatrick last year because he wasn't playing well. Um, so you know, there's the fear there that James could be out of a starting job at any point at this year or potentially Ooh. next year. Um, so I think especially, you know, the, with the quarterback position being so valuable and Russell Wilson being an elite level quarterback, I think that puts it over the top, even though you are taking a step down from Diggs, from Hopkins to Diggs. So I will take the Wilson side as well. Nice. Clean sweep. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I feel like voters like the, the nuke side the most because 62% Winston and nuke at almost 300 votes. I think people are looking at the Winston stats from last year when he played. Um, and that Bruce and, system works out for sure, which it can. Uh, like, that it can. I'm interested. Winston can have a monster year. Next one here. Winston can have a total monster year. Uh, this one's specifically for two drink. Uh, we know why he put it in here. So this is <laughs> at, at Red Bengal Seven, uh, the Greer Truther in a 12 team Superflex League. Uh, so Will Greer or a 2022nd. Uh, two drink. We'll have you answer last on this one. Hey, but okay. Oh, so you don't know drink, where I'm going. Two drink. Did, did you yep. um, have dialogue with this guy, or did he just like admit right away that he was a Greer truther? Like I didn't see this trade. So the it, trade literally like, says Superflex. I'm a Greer truther, but so <laughs> is another. But so is another guy. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. That's the whole context of the, of the, of the trade. But I was like, ah, this one wins for me. So I'm taking yeah. the twenty twenty second. 
Yep. Ding, ding, ding. You guys suck. <laughs> just, just be smart. Be smart, please. <laughs> Will Greer. <laughs> oh, you did it. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for sticking by your guns. 29% okay. Will so Greer. Can I, I wanna, can I try to argue your side to drink and see if you agree of with me? Of course. So to his defense, like there's going to be a point sometime. I mean, we just talked about it. There's going to become a point sometime in this season where we're almost – 100% positive, or we're talking that way, where Cam Newton's going to miss two to three games. And at that point, you can probably go get a 2020 Ooh. first. You might mm, even get there, a second Dave. and a third. or you're, But you can probably get more than that second if you hang on, especially if you know that you got this guy talking about being a truther <laughs> to his league mates. And yeah. Right, he, there's two of them. Yeah. For sure. So. It's a good point if you can find the trade partner later in the year. If the guy is either desperate or whatever the case may be, I agree with you, Swags. If Cam goes down, somebody will pay, though. Yes, I will agree. Yes. It's a good point. I'm still taking the 2022nd right now. I think I'm going to stick to my guns, too, but I, I do totally get it. But mm-hmm. at that point, you are you're playing the stock market, which I love to do. You don't build like a dynasty team without play, making risks and stuff like that. Like There's no safe way to build in a dynasty. You talked me into my side even more, so thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Is it 29% career? Correct. Okay. Uh, Next one from at FF Dynasty Papa. A 12-team PPR league, Kyler Murray or Josh Allen in a 20-22nd. So this is an interesting one. Hmm. I I can answer first. Yeah, Um, Steve goes. Yeah, I'll go first. Um, Sweet. <laughs> yeah, just because I think Josh Allen's value from last year to this year at this point in time has increased immensely, at least in my mind. Um, and obviously, Kyler's 101 in Superflex leagues. Um, so the question to me would would I have paid 101 for Josh Allen? Um, that's it, yeah. Right? Yes, I think you that's mean the, like in the 2019, if you was 2019, in, yeah, 2019, yeah. 101. Would, would I have traded that for Josh Allen coming off of his, you know, crazy end of the season last year um and i think i would have like it's just i feel like that team is on the upswing um they they did some things to address the offensive line they're gonna they put definitely some skill players around him yeah um i kind of like the josh allen side here i know kyler is super exciting like the offense is promising to be you know this high flying crazy you know chip kelly offense 2.0 gonna run a thousand plays a game uh, but guess what? Their offensive line is putrid. Like they're it's hot garbage. Um, I think they it might be calling up better for Kyler to run. I mean, that's why that's why Josh Allen finished as quarterback one at the end of the year last year, though, because he had to run. You know what I mean? So fair. Buffalo did address and and at least attempt to bring in some skill position players. They also I, I feel like made the offensive line at least a little better. Mm-hmm. So does that take away Josh Allen's legs or at least the? Six to eight points you almost felt was guaranteed from him, and you know what I mean in fantasy. And and now Kyler's doing that because he has to, which is why Allen was so productive last year. Yeah, so I think it's interesting, right? It's going to depend a ton on scheme. So I mean, are people going to be spying spying Murray where they weren't doing the same for Josh Allen last year until mm-hmm. it was too late? So it's really going to be interesting to see how NFL defenses play against Kyler to start off with because they know he's fast, they know his speed. I think Allen kind of surprised some people with the kind of athlete he was, even though he tested really well. Mm-hmm. Um, being, I will take the Allen side, though, just barely. But I'll take the Allen side. Swags. Man, it's a tough one. I, I want the Allen side, too, by not by much. And I think that this – I don't 
Like, if you're going after Kyler Murray and you're the guy that really wants him and you're trying to get him from somebody that already has him, um, they probably liked him a lot too. So I, I feel like you're almost just like, eh, screw it, I don't need that pick. And you're probably right. If you want Kyler Murray, like that 2022nd isn't that bad as far as a throw-in goes. I almost think that you could change that 2022nd to a first and and ask for the Josh Allen to throw you a higher pick, even if the Kyler Murray had to throw a second back. But um, I, I do like Josh Allen a lot. I'm pretty high on him. I think this trade is um, pretty appropriately planned, though, kind of. You know what I mean? It's a tough one for mm-hmm. me to tear apart or anything, but it's like something I would do if I wanted a Kyler Murray share, and I was fine getting rid of my one of my Josh Allen shares. You know what I mean? Like, totally get it. But I think Josh Allen's probably set to have a better year than Kyler Murray. Just the way he ended last season versus I, I like the targets he has around him. And I think he can still run a little bit. To drink. Yeah, I I don't disagree with anything that y'all said. But um, <laughs> that being said, I think uh, on the sheer fact of what uh, we believe Kyler is right now. I'm gonna take Kyler and wait to move him because I think I, mean, I can this get is pretty more. cheap in a way, right? I mean, even though right, like I said, kinda... maybe that Josh Allen might deserve that first side, like having a first thrown in. That what do you want? Yeah. Then how are you feeling right. to drink if right, I give exactly. you a second in there, Josh Allen and a and a first? Sorry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That feels better. Like wait for it in preseason for him to you know what I mean them to run mm-hmm. forty plays because nobody's seen it yet and it looks good and he plays a quarter and they pull him out and. And now but, it's nuts. And yeah, I get Josh it's Allen so first. Because I do feel like on my team that's already kind of built, I feel like Josh Allen it's is not a, bad, a little it's not bit bad safer at all. right now. Yeah, that's 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 fair. It's it's not bad at all. I don't mind it. I just I think there is a you guys have any a larger shares yet? I do not. Uh, I, do not have a, I do not have a share of Murray yet. I just have one. So yeah. And would I you do this deal right now with how your team is set up? Would you do this deal for Josh Allen? Um. No, I, I think I want to. I want my one Kyler Murray share. If I had right. two, I might. But yeah, um, in that man, I probably have Josh Allen as well. To be honest with you, in that league, but I do want my one Kyler Murray share. So it comes down to one of those weird things where you want a couple shares of some guys here and there for me in that league. I, I think that if it's so tough, Steve. So I, I wonder if you offered me that first, if I would do it in that particular league, because I feel like now. With the way I play, as soon as I trade you my Kyler Murray, I have to go to all my other leagues and try to get one, and I don't know if I'm going to get it this cheap. Mm, it's a good point. It's a good point. Uh, so what did the poll say, sir? I think I just took the oh, Kyler sorry. Murray side. Yep, I think you did. did, too. You did, too. That's fine. 60, <laughs> 62% Kyler Murray. I think that makes I, sense. And I'm fine, I'm fine with taking the Josh Allen side if you want to go ahead and do it. I just, like I said, I think there's... I think there's another point where we can get more for him. Yeah. If you want to, if you want, if you still want to get out before you ever have to put him in your week one roster. Yeah. It's a good point. Like Unless you, said, you totally love Josh Allen, you know, honestly, yeah. and, and that's your guy, like, um, that you're, you're targeting, then yeah, then, then, then go after him, but see if you can get a first back as well. I like it, fellas. I like it, fellas. Good call. Uh, last one from at the real Nick C, <laughs> uh, 12 team PPR. Superflex League, Deshaun Watson, or gosh, a host of players here. Uh, so basically, Watson for Flacco, Drew Locke, Nikhil Harry, and Hakeem Butler. So it's a four for one deal. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly, the most valuable player here is Deshaun Watson. Yep. Um, 
I think roster construction makes a ton of difference here, actually. Um, cause it's, God, it's a lot of pieces here. Um, and some of them really aren't that great. Um, two drink. Start, start me off here. Um, I, I think it's Watson and I, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. Um, I think we're all going to go that way, right? Yeah. I am. Mm-hmm. I am absolutely. So that one's 72% Watson. The, okay. uh, honestly, it was wrote up a little funky. Um, where Hakeem Butler wasn't listed in the in the trade part underneath, it was listed in the wordage. Um, but I don't obviously it didn't matter much to any of us. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. that didn't persuade us that way. Not at all. What I would like to know here is where's the level of quarterback that this is okay for then? Um, Watson's like all of our like top three or at least well, top five. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, Watson might be my two or two or three. But I mean, fair. Flacco and Drew Lack like kind of equal one mediocre. Sure. And then, and then you're just getting, but you're getting Harry, Harry, yeah. You know, so Harry's not close to Watson for me, and neither like is a mediocre, mediocre quarterback in Harry. And I like sure. Harry. You like Harry. I think Steve. Yeah. I think we all like we do Harry. Yep. But um, yeah, I want Watson by a lot. Watson is somebody that I would potentially draft in the first round of a super flex draft, and mm-hmm. none of these players are anybody that I would touch in the first six or seven. Mm-hmm. So to two drinks point, I mean, what is the level of player that you would be comfortable with this? If I put, if I put Kirk Cousins on the other side, Steve might take yet. it. No, I don't think it's enough. Yet. <laughs> I'm just saying that's the wrong quarterback for me. Even if even if he's having a great year, it's just not my flavor. Sure. So what would you have to do? Um, could you give me Kyler Murray and Nikhil Harry? Oh, I was going the other side to remove Watson. Oh, and then got yeah, you. take Watson out and give these four players for somebody else. Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what situation I would be in to want to take on Flacco. I, I I wouldn't want this for that for my rebuilder for my good team. You know what I mean? Yep. Like that's a it, I don't I can't imagine like I would have to really we have to get to a quarterback that's like startup value around Nikhil Harry. That like, like Derek Carr, uh, probably right around that area. Like Carr, oh, I'll take all the pieces over Carr. That's what I'm saying. But that's the area I have to be. Like I, I think you're pretty much like the bright star in that trade for me is Nikhil Harry. Um, right. Hakeem Butler's nice, but I don't care about him if I'm giving up a, a quarterback like Watson. I know we're trying to get a little cheaper now, sure. but I, I look at this like I'm trading Nikhil Harry and I need a quarterback. What will you give me? You know, like, and I know there's a lot more to it than that, but that's all I care about. No, here. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, I, I like put this one Drew in here. I just wondered where, but I where don't want to pay like that to get Drew Lock. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can kiss my ass, man. I'm keeping Watson, <laughs> and like, I want a lot more. Like, I, it's the kind of trade that I want to act tough and say I'm not going to reject, but I'm actually so annoyed by it that I reject it right away. Mm. And then I'm like, <laughs> and then I'm like, man, I wish I didn't reject that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. More out of spite than anything. Uh, I got you. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's that area for me. Yeah, I don't know, right? So at the car, Mariota level of quarterback, we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I got car a, a lot above Mariota. As weird as that might okay. sound, but yeah, that car area, like the car, Jimmy G. Like, wow, you have car with Jimmy G. Okay, we are completely yeah. different in our rankings then. Jimmy G, just some guy wearing a knee brace. He's hardly done shit. We're going to have to do a ranking so. show very soon. Then. That's, what that, that, that's what that tells me. We're going to do a ranking show soon. Absolutely. We'll start with quarterback, sounds like. Yeah. 
But uh, but yeah, Steve, I want Jimmy G to be good. I, I want to see it happen. Even like I was thinking about that earlier. I was talking to you two, drink about um Royce Freeman and that trio, and I like you said Royce Freeman, and that's the guy I want it to be. Like I, I truly do. But I just have this weird feeling like they're going to give Philip Lindsay the ball way too much again when he gets back. And it's going to be one of those things that just pisses me off another season. So <laughs> I, I just couldn't I, – I want it to be Royce Freeman. Like, I think it should be Royce Freeman. But I feel like the other guys we talked about, Ronald Jones, I think he has maybe a better shot at it right now. As gross as that freaking sounds. Sure. Same with Kalen Balazs. Like, ugh. That doesn't feel good for me to say. Like, I'm all about Royce needs an opportunity. I hope he gets it, but I'm worried about that situation. Yeah, I mean, at best, I think it's a, in Freeman's sense, I think at best the 50-50 split. I don't think he ever really overtakes Lindsay to take a stranglehold in that job, barring injury. The real Nick, you made us end the show with a kind of crappy trade. But hey, maybe he was the one getting Watson. If he was the one getting Watson, that's a great deal for him. Man, yeah. if you I mean, can make that's that my happen, fault for putting it there, yes. No, it's <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> two drinks been out of shape because I was too hard on him on the last Rookie Fever show. So jerk. <laughs> it was not your fault, two drink. Gurley and Sammy Watkins or Sonny Michelle Tyler Lockett and a twenty twenty first. Uh, take down Sonny Michelle Tyler Lockett 2021. Oh my! So, no, no, I'm, I'm repeating it. I'm repeating or, it. I'm repeating. Or Gurley, or Gurley and Sammy Watkins. Gurley, Sammy Gurley Watkins, Sammy Watkins. Sony 2021. Lockett. Lockett. Oh, I want the Gurley side. Yes. Me too. 51. percent Oh. 369 votes. Huh. This yeah. Gurley thing. It's just it's. But you know, two drinks oh, trading Gurley as soon as he gets him. Probably to me if he made that deal. <laughs> also true. Just <laughs> swagged for double the price for sure. <laughs> Shit. Good oh, stuff. If you're gonna leave with me. Uh, I'll let you know. I'll pay it, Steve. What is a song that you don't want to tell us you love? Oh my god, that's right. I forgot <laughs> to think of one. Can we tease the Can we tease the listeners and tell them next time I'll, I'll have a song because I can't really think of one right now as I'm racking my brain. We'll see if they let us, Steve. We'll see if they let us. Tune in next time to find out what song is my favorite. So your favorite song? Not, it doesn't. Have your, we don't want your favorite song. We no, song my guilty pleasure song. Yeah. Guilty pleasure song. Guilty Next pleasure time. song. Swag, where can you find me on Twitter? I am at dff swag. Two drink. At fo two drink. I don't know. I'm at superflex pod. I am at the real Holopkin at superflex trades, and we are out. We're out. Also, Steve. check out Rookie Fever and Thanks for that breakdown. And also, yep. check out whatever Two Drinks about to say. I don't remember. It's just Steve. You messed it up. Let's go. Let's go. What's up? That's <laughs> cool. That's fine. Call his name and then that's it. And just let me go. We'll fade the black. That's cool. Is that your guilty pleasure song? You said Steve, and then he said, like, yep, and then you didn't say it. <laughs> hey, hey, two drink. What? Hey, hey, you. You're the worst. <laughs> oh, my God. I want swag with my sleep back. <laughs>